This is a news laundry podcast. Welcome to NL Reads. Love Jihad: Myth versus Reality. An NL Sena report. Headline: Muradabad Love Jihad. What killed Muskan's child? By Nidhi Suresh and Anna Priyadarshini. Quote: I held my baby for a few minutes before letting it go down the toilet. Unquote. said muskan who specifically told us to call her muskan and not pinky quote i willingly converted to islam and adopted the name muskan i wish people including the media could respect that unquote she explained on december 5th muskan and mohammad rashid became the first couple to be held under uttar pradesh's newly brought prohibition of unlawful conversion of religion ordinance in famous as the love jihad law Rashid was sent to jail. Muskan spent 4 days in Nariniketan, which state officials call a shelter home, and Muskan describes as a jail. And 2 more days in Muradabad hospital before returning home to her in-laws on December 15th. She was 3 months pregnant when the couple were held, but now she lies in bed wearing a sanitary pad waiting for whatever is left of her baby to bleed out of her. Quote Rashid does not know yet. He was the happiest man on earth when he found out that we were having a baby. Unquote. She said when we met her at her home. Quote. It'll break him when I tell him what happened. Unquote. Rashid, after spending two weeks in a jail along with his brother, was let out by a local court on December nineteenth after the police could not produce any evidence of forced conversion against him. Quote. They killed my baby. Unquote. Muskan whispered, lying under a blanket. Who is they, and why does she believe her baby was killed? Subtitle: Love is a crime. Today, there is nothing personal about Muskan and Rashid's love. The love they once quietly and intimately shared has been violently turned into a public spectacle, a political cudgel to beat the Muslim minority with. Muskan is a year older than Rashid. They met a year ago in Dehradun, Uttarakhand, where she was employed with a finance company and he worked in a salon. Quote, "I was the one who proposed to him. He was very shy." Unquote. Muskan said smiling. The two got secretly married in Dehradun on July 24th. Soon after, Pinky converted to Islam and adopted the name Muskan. Their secret, it turned out, wasn't really a secret. They started getting threatening calls. On July 28, Muskan wrote to the senior superintendent of police Dehradun complaining that the couple were receiving death threats and threats of forceful separation over the phone. Fearing their lives might be in danger, she asked the police to take necessary action. Her letter was stamped as received by the police on August 5th. A little over a month later, as both their offices were shut owing to the pandemic, they returned to Rashid's home in Muradabad. There they informed their family about their marriage who initially resisted but eventually relented to the couple's wishes. In October, about a fortnight after she had missed her period, Muskan took a pregnancy test and learned that she was with child. The couple were elated and Rashid's family eagerly started preparations to welcome the baby. On December 5th, the couple along with Rashid's relatives went to the district court in Muradabad's Kant to register as husband and wife. quote it was a very special moment for us we were very happy unquote said muskan 
On the way back, they were stopped by a group of Bajrangal members. They asked what Muskan's name was and she instinctively said Pinky. Why was a Hindu woman wearing a burqa? The leader of the Bajrangal group, who would turn out to be Monu Vishnui, the extremist Hindu group's vice president in Muradabad, demanded to know. Thus began the couple's nightmare. Muskan said she pleaded with the Hindutva group that she had married Rashid of her own will, but they wouldn't listen. They dragged Muskan and Rashid to the police station where their marriage was suspected to be a criminal act as per the new law. Quote, At the station, the Bajrangal men were doing all the talking. It was almost as if the police were merely acting as per their instructions. Unquote. Naseem Jahan, Muskan's mother-in-law, recalled. The same day, Muskan's mother lodged an FIR, allegedly under pressure from the Bajrangal. The FIR invoked provisions of the new ordinance that lay down that no person shall convert or try to convert any person from one religion to another by misrepresentation, force, undue, influence, coercion, allurement, fraudulent means or by marriage. Any person found guilty of doing so will be punished with imprisonment of 1 to 5 years and a fine of up to 15,000 rupees. Muskan told News Laundry they were not given a copy of the FIR. Based on the FIR, Rashid and his brother Salim were arrested while Muskan, after 8 hours in the station, was sent to Narini Ketan. Subtitle Miscarriage at Shelter Home Muskan had told the Bajrangal men as well as the police that she was pregnant. So when she had suffered a miscarriage in custody, she suspected that her baby had been aborted without her consent or knowledge. Why does she think so? At 2.25 a.m. on December 6, Muskan was escorted by a policeman and a policewoman and signed into Narini Ketan. Her phone was taken away and she was told she would stay there until her case was decided. Quote, It was not a shelter home. It was like jail. They made us work and the lady there would shout at us all the time. Unquote, said Muskan. Quote, It all felt like torture. Unquote. Rajesh Gupta, the district provisional officer, insisted that, quote, Narini Ketan is a shelter home for destitute women, unquote. He supervises the home regularly and told News Laundry that there are eight CCTV cameras inside, quote, I went through them all and she was not tortured, unquote, he said. Narini Ketan is a run-down building in one of the gullies in Kant. The compound wall is high. As if to block any outside gaze, Another blue metallic sheet is mounted atop of the wall. When we rattled the tall iron gate, locked from inside, a policeman opened a smaller gate built into it. When we introduced ourselves, the person in charge, Binod Balashivastava, said, You are both women, so I will let you in. Muskan stayed in Nariniketan until December 13th, but she was signed out by the police and taken for checkups at the local women's district hospital on December 7th and 10th. On December 11th, Muskan felt pain in her abdomen. She's still not sure why. Quote, They didn't give me any medicine or any injection in Narini Ketan. We were fed dal, roti and sometimes rice. But after two days of staying there, I started feeling a lot of pain. Till then, I had no issues with my pregnancy. Unquote, she said. The police again arrived and at 11.25 a.m. took Muskan to the hospital. Quote, They did an x-ray and she quickly came back. Unquote, said Bala Shivastava, who runs the shelter home. After returning from the hospital, Muskan's pain only worsened. 
So she was taken there again by the police at around 5:30 p.m. and at this time she was admitted for a day. Muskan returned to Narini Ketan in the morning on December 13th, but as her pain shot up again, she was taken back by 2:30 p.m. Quote, after that she did not return to us. She was a quiet girl and because of covid I had put her bed in a corner of the room. She would just lie down and rest all the time. She didn't cry except for when her pain worsened. Until then she was fine. Unquote said Bala Shivastava. Subtitle The treatment in the hospital. When she was admitted in the hospital on December 11th, Muskan said her blood pressure was checked and found to be normal. Then she was given an injection but she doesn't know what it was for. The next day an ultrasound was done. She doesn't know what it showed since the hospital did not share it with her or her family. On December 13th and 14th, she was given two injections per day along with some tablets. On the evening of December 14th, an hour after getting the last of the injections, she began shivering and sweating and all of a sudden she remembered I started bleeding a lot. This is when she lost her child. Quote, when I went back to the toilet and checked the blood I saw a big chunk of flesh unquote she said taking her hand out from under the blanket to indicate the size of the mass quote I knew it was my baby I held it for a few minutes before letting it go down the toilet unquote after muskan's miscarriage was reported in the media Dr Vishesh Gupta chairman of the Uttar Pradesh State Commission for Protection of Child Rights insisted that muskan's baby was safe quote as of 14 december she was fine and there was no forced abortion i told the district provisional officer muradabad to get the woman medically tested her ultrasound reports clearly showed she was 3 months pregnant unquote he reiterated to news laundry though muskan clearly remembered bleeding heavily in the hospital gupta maintained if she has suffered a miscarriage it was only after december 14th Unquote. Muskan was reunited with her in-laws on December 15th. The next day, her mother-in-law took her for an ultrasound and an X-ray in the nearby neighboring Bijnor area. The ultrasound confirmed that Muskan had lost her child. Quote, "The report of this ultrasound shows no sign of pregnancy." A senior doctor in Delhi who vetted the report told News Laundry. Quote, It does indicate that there may be infection or inflammation in the lining of the uterus and because of this there is bleeding unquote the report isn't signed however and neither muskan nor her mother-in-law remembered the name of the doctor who had conducted it sections 312 313 and 315 of the indian penal code mandate that if a woman with child is forced to miscarry in bad faith or forced into a miscarriage without women's consent or any act done with bad intent to prevent a child being born alive is carried out then those responsible must be punished muskan has repeatedly alleged that she was subjected to a forced abortion yet authorities in uttar pradesh have not bothered to conduct an investigation subtitle contradictions in claims Nirmala Patak, the acting chief medical superintendent of the Muradabad hospital where Muskan was admitted, told News Laundry that her December 14th ultrasound showed her fetus was in her uterus and was 7 weeks and 5 days old. Contradicting Gupta of the Child Protection Commission, 
Pathak added, quote, We couldn't trace the child's heartbeat, so even though the fetus had not come out of the uterus, I can't confirm if the fetus was alive or dead by December 14th, unquote. According to Pathak, they referred Muskan to the Meerut Medical College because she needed to do a transvaginal sonography test to find out her child's condition. She noted that Muskan's was a high-risk case because she was at a very early stage in her pregnancy. Why wasn't Muskan given copies of her reports? Quote, Since it is a medico-legal case, we gave copies of all her reports to the lady in charge of Narini Ketan. Unquote. Pathak said. Quote, and this will go to the district magistrate as well. Unquote. Could we see or get a copy of the medico-legal certificate? No. Pathak replied hesitantly admitting that her hospital had not actually conducted a medico-legal examination. She vaguely justified this by claiming Muskan had been brought only for medical treatment by the police. We inquired with Bala Srivastava and also the district provisional officer and they both claimed to have given all of Muskan's medical reports to the police. Pathak's claims, meanwhile, were corroborated by Dr. Rangveer Singh, who saw Muskan in the emergency ward. Besides confirming everything Pathak had said, he added that the injections given to Muskan were administered to her by Pathak herself to stop the vaginal bleeding. Subtitle, first time in law but not practice. Rashid is now out on bail. Muskan is weak and quietly mourning the loss of her child. Nearly four kilometers away from Rashid's home, Monu Vishnoi of the Bajrangdal dusts his shop selling snacks, brightly painted in saffron. After saying a quick prayer to the idols placed in a corner of his shop, he sits down to speak to us. It was Monu who had stopped Muskan and Rashid on their way back from registering their marriage and led them to the police station. How did the Bajrangdal get to know about Muskan and Rashid? Quote, our workers gave us the information. Since I was attending a wedding, I asked the workers to check if it was true. As soon as it was confirmed, we went to the spot. Unquote. He said, Who were these workers? We asked. Vishnoi launched into a monologue explaining how the Bajrangdal's intricate network works. In Muradabad alone, he claimed 200 to 300 men currently worked for the Bajrangdal, though not all of them identified openly with the extremist group. Quote, our workers are at every lane, every intersection, every street corner. We have our own secret intelligence service who never reveal their identities. They will never come out in front of anyone, even the media. There are also 15 to 20 women who volunteer for us. Unquote. The group routinely holds meetings where matters are discussed and decided and tasks given to the workers. Quote, for example, there is a cow protection department and a spiritual talk department. Unquote. He explained, quote, The spiritual talk department does preaching work among the public. We spread awareness about the organization. We chant Hanuman hymns and Sri Ram prayers and we conduct prayer meets. Unquote. Most of the workers also get training in physical combat daily. Quote, Since we can't all gather in one place, these training sessions happen at different centers. Unquote. Vishnui said, but refused to disclose the exact time or location of these training sessions. The workers are trained in karate and in fighting with sticks and rods. What's all this training for? Vishnui smiled and said, Well, think of it as physical exercise. It is good for the body, but also, who knows, when we might have to fight. Best to be prepared. Unquote. Though Muskan and Rashid are the first couple to be held under the Love Jihad law, 
This is not the first time Vishnui or his group have interfered in an interfaith marriage. We have been doing this work for long, he boasted. Quote, it's just that now it has finally come into law. Unquote. Why are they doing it? Vishnui claimed that the Hindu girls were being brainwashed by Muslim men and the Bajrangdal was merely doing a service to the Hindu society by saving such women. It is a social and religious service that we are doing, he reiterated. Quote, There's nothing political to it. Pinky was pressured into marriage. Unquote. He elaborated that whenever the Bajrangdal's workers learn that a Hindu woman is in touch with a Muslim man, they inform the girl's family and counsel them before the situation goes out of hand. He wouldn't say how many such relationships or marriage his group had meddled in. Muskan and her in-laws suspect that in their case, it was a local lawyer who informed the Bajrangdal about their marriage. Rashid's family had contacted the lawyer for help registering the marriage. We asked the lawyer if he knew about Muskan and Rashid, but he refused to answer. After the Bajrangdal men had caught hold of them on December 5th, Muskan and her in-laws also alleged they thrashed Rashid and his brother. Monu Vishnoi denied this allegation and blamed quote, anti-Hindu channels such as NDTV unquote, for misreporting the incident. Quote, I am telling you, this one NDTV channel is sold out. It's an anti-Hindu channel and only talks against Hindus. We only watch Republic Bharat, unquote, he declared. As we spoke, Vishnoi was joined by some local members of the Bajrangal. They complained that journalists covering Love Jihad were Muslim and there was no unity among our Hindu journalists. All Muslim journalists in these channels have shown this case in a convoluted manner, be it Arjtak or anyone else, Vishnoi deflected. Quote, you guys should think a little bit about your dharam while working. Unquote. Is their group backed by the Uttar Pradesh police? Quote, why would the police back us? Unquote, asked Vishnoi. Quote, Three cases were filed against us when we stopped trucks involved in cow smuggling. That's how the police have shown support to us. Unquote. Did they know Muskan was pregnant when they dragged her to the police station? Vishnoi said her mother-in-law had told them and added, quote, What does that have to do with anything? A crime was happening and we saved her and maybe her child too. Unquote. Subtitle, Conclusion Vishnoi told us that aside from issues of love jihad, the Bajrangdal didn't have any problem with Muslims in their area. We are fine with them, he claimed. Now that Muskan has made clear that she wants to be with Rashid, what does Vishnoi have to say? Quote, Our job is not to take the law in our hands. We inform the police and our job is done. Now if she chooses to live a life of indignity, what can we do? Unquote, he said. But if Muskan chooses to return to Hinduism, he added, the Bajrangdal will make sure she's married to a Hindu man as soon as possible. As we finished talking and got up, we said Shukriya, a commonly used Urdu word meaning thank you. Vishnoi was offended and said, quote, You must say Dhanyavad. That's the right word. Shukriya is an Urdu word. We Hindus should not use it. Unquote. In Nareni Ketan, meanwhile, another young woman in love with a Muslim man is hiding from her family. While talking to us about Muskan, Bala Shivastava mentioned that among the 35 to 40 women staying in the shelter home was another girl like Muskan. Quote, she is a minor and in love with a Muslim. Her parents do not accept the relationship, so she escaped them and came here. This is not the first time this is happening. Usually in such cases, once the child is 18, we let them go with whoever they want. 
the parents or the muslim boy unquote but with the love jihad law in place balashrivastava is not sure what will happen to the woman now she refused to let us speak to her when we asked muskan about what she made of the new law she stared back at us numbly quote law or no law i love him i only want my rashid back i have already lost my baby i can't lose him now unquote she said today after rashid and his brother were released from jail we spoke with their cousin mohammad amin over the phone rashid seems physically fine but weak he said did he know about the child quote yes he does but he hasn't responded to it yet unquote amin replied Diksha Manjal and Rebecca Vergis contributed to this reporting pictures by Nidhi Suresh and Anna Priyadarshini This is the first story in a series on the human cost of the Hindutva ecosystems love jihad campaign This report is part of the NL Sena project which 109 of our readers have contributed to so far It was made possible thanks to Mayank Garg Rahul Kholi and other NL Sena members Contribute to the project now and help keep news free and independent. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.